May the force be with you. 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 May the force be with us. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you, Master. Rogue One. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with us. May the force be with us all. May the force be with all of you. Star Wars fans and move milkers everywhere. This is it. This is episode 100. The big spectacular <laughs> celebration of blast points and Star Wars and nonsense. We, we made it. 100, yeah. 100 episodes. Two years in the making. I think it's been two years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in January, it'll be two years. Yeah. So, almost. So we thought, what better way to celebrate than... To watch all six Star Wars movies at the same time uh, on top of each other. (laughs) I don't know. uh, Some people might remember this, but basically in 2015, this crazy guy, uh, our kind of Star Wars fan, uh, Marcus Rosentratter, decided he wanted to see what it looked like with all the movies playing at the same time, overlaid on top of each other with all the audio playing at the same time. And he did it. And it's insane and kind of amazing. And you can watch along if you want. If people were wondering when we were going to do commentaries for the the actual Star Wars movies, here they are. <laughs> here they are, all at once. So, yeah, if you want to watch along, he has it posted. Uh, it used to be on YouTube, but it got taken down for some random reason. But it's on the wonderfully titled StarWarsWars.com, and we'll post a link to it. Yeah, hopefully someone will update it. At some point with uh, episode seven and eight in Rogue One, but for now it's just the uh, the original six. And while we're doing it, we have so many messages, voice messages, and emails, and social media messages that people sent in, and we're going to be going through each and every one of them that you folks sent in because it's it's like we said a couple weeks ago, it's sappy, but the reason we made it to one hundred episodes. Is not because of us. It's because of everybody out there listening and everybody out there, all the insanely kind words people have said to us, but that they like the show. Because I, I think we said when we started out, like, well, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, let, let's try it. Let's put it. We'll see how if anybody listens, maybe we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll see see what comes of it. So, yeah, we're very happy that uh, at least somebody's following along and listening. So we're and <laughs> as a thank you to you, we're going to make you watch all six movies at the same time and hopefully not give anyone a seizure or drive them too crazy. But <laughs> it, it should be fun because I've watched chunks of this lots of times but i don't think i've actually watched it start to finish yet i don't know how about you jason no never all the way through i've never <laughs> i've never been strong enough to make it all the way through <laughs> should um, we get started I, th- I think i think we better here we go three two one go Yeah. Beautiful music. Yeah, it sounded like uh, his original idea for this is he just wanted to hear the uh, opening themes of all the movies at the same time, and then it just kind of <laughs> ballooned from that. So we're just about to hear it. Sounds like my dreams. <laughs> I think the only thing that would make this better if it was somehow in 3D. <laughs> See, if they played this before The Last Jedi, it's, you know, just gets the like the economical way to do the marathon. Yeah. You don't have to like just watch all six in two and a half hours and then I'm ready for uh, seven and eight. It'd be the only way to get my brain ready for The Last Jedi. That's really weird sounding. So I guess another thing I should mention too is the way this is blended is basically whatever's brightest um, you see the most of. So like when you get to Hoth, like Hoth kind of takes over because everything's kind of bright and white and Cloud City kind of takes control too, but... So like at the end at Mustafar, like all we'll, you'll see is like the fire because it's really dark, right? Yeah, probably. Well, like here we get the Revenge of the Sith is kind of taken over. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> wow. You're exactly the way I remember you in my dreams. <laughs> wow. Well, what do you say we get started on our first voice message? All right, let's do it. So what, let's, do, let's do the first one. Let's do our most recent one sent in by our friend Dave Hackerson in Japan. Who is also, if you ever go to BlastPointsPodcast.com, has written a couple articles for us, kind of going over Star Wars releases in uh, Japan, which has been really cool. All right, so let's hear, what's, let's hear what Dave had to say for us. BlastPoints, everyone, 100th anniversary. 
Hello there, everybody at Glass Points, and congratulations on making it to your 100th episode. Definitely something worth celebrating. まあ、ラスポイントに出会って,出会ったっていうかあの初めて聞いたのはあの北アランドルに住んでるアンジュン・ベルファツルのおすすめでぜひそのパドキャストの一回を拝聴していただく方がよろしいかというおすすめで初めて聞いてみましたまあ当然ものすごい出来であって楽しかったです Yeah, the first time I ever listened to Blast Points was at the、uh, recommendation of one Mr. Andrew in Belfast who lives in North Ireland. And he said, You definitely need to check these guys out. I think you'll like it. And the first time I heard it, it was a blast. Ma, Hontani Star Wars in Itai Suru and I are, Monosuwe Kokorokara Kanjiro Kotoroga, and Yoko Stawate, Nato. まあ、そうですね真面目すぎないようにその「スター・ウォーズ」のちょっと変わったところとかいつもちょっとカジュアルファンが見過ごしてしまうところをよくあの2人の目でそれをあまりにも徹底的に検証するようなことはたまにびっくりするほどくらいなんですけどまあその「スター・ウォーズ」に対するの純粋な愛がよく伝わってそれで。何かって言ってもポジティブといつも感じています。いい刺激になります。And I was just always overwhelmed by how much you guys really appreciate all the little strange quirks of Star Wars. And sometimes your analysis of those things that casual fans tend to miss goes even far, far more overboard than I ever expected. But it just goes to show that you can really tell. Uh, through each episode, how much you guys love the saga, and it's always a pleasure to listen to and nice、uh, pick me up. まあ、これからもまたみんなが楽しくあの聞いていただくようなコンテンツとか、そういうの内容の濃いかつ楽しいあのパッドキャストを作り続けるように頑張ってください。So,、uh, thanks for always. Putting out stuff that's really fun for everybody to listen to, and、uh, hope you guys can keep, keep this up and make it through another 100 episodes. All the best. May the force be with you. Wow. Hey. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What that? I see your, your dog's a fan as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best way to start it out. Wow, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dave. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dave is in Japan, and it was recommended to him by someone in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we expected, but we started out, so that's great. It's great to hear, though. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> the, the whole world has felt our touch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. So, like, right now, you got this Palpatine talking to Padme in Attack of the Clones. 3PO. q u i g u n s burning the door open. Yeah. Oh, we're just about to get the,、uh, the, the best Obi Wan beard, I think, right? Oh, yeah. They're in the elevator. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> 
Possibly. P possibly. I rescued you, Master, remember? <laughs> that's oh, that's what's going on right here. You're sweating. <laughs> Relax. Uh, I don't tell you that's dancing in front of the nest of gun dogs. <laughs> Isn't that from the. You sound like the guy in the. The stop motion Christmas things. <laughs> <laughs> like Jack the Frost, elf, the elf that wants to be a dentist or whatever. <laughs> I don't want to be a dentist. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Do you think it's coincidence that we're introduced to Captain Typho and Princess Leia at about the same time? Is I don't that, think so. Is that the? <laughs> no. It's not the ring theory. Uh, that's when your the most beloved characters are introduced. <laughs> Princess Leia, Typho, and Ewan McGregor's fake beard. It's like the trifecta of hot characters everyone loves and favorites. Star Wars classics. Mm-hmm. Just think you could have Princess Leia with Typho's eye patch and Obi-Wan's beard, and you'd have, like, the ultimate character. <laughs> It's like those, the create your own wrestler games. Yeah. It's all of their streaks, strengths and none of their weaknesses. <laughs> we got Nimodian and Jabba mashup here. Yeah. All right, Tatooine. Big, the big window. Which was probably influenced by the big chair. <laughs> it's like if Amadala is going to have an office, it's got to be like like my office. So can she at least have a big window? It's got to be something real big in it. <laughs> She's a big queen, so it's got a big yeah. big window. Yeah. she probably likes candy too. <laughs> give, give her something with candy in it, so we know she's made it. Ooh, you got uh, Luke's face over 3PO's body. Yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> foreshadowing uh, the end of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I could just listen to this mix, you know? I mean, most people listening to the podcast, it's just what they're hearing. Maybe visually it's one thing, but like, do you think this is what Ben Burt's dreams sound like? I think this is probably what's in Ben Burt's head. Like twenty four hours a day. <laughs> that's, that's what it. That's what it feels like to be Ben Burt. Like if this was uh, being John Malkovich and we crawled into Ben Burt's head. <laughs> it's just this. That's why you retired. Mm. I can't take it anymore. Glimpses of Nemodians. Hologram Nemodians, so yeah. For down here, for down here, sir, we'll find them, right? Captain, we search the ship. Yeah. If they're down here, sir, we'll find them. Use caution. I mean, the elevator antics are still going on in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And we're all ready to, like, 
Kayat dragon skeletons and sand crawlers. Yeah. And meanwhile, in Revenge of the Sith, it's still elevator elevator loose, antics. Loose wire jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still going on. Another R2's, R2's mm-hmm. burning somebody while, uh. You stupid little astro droid! Yeah. Oh, Jar Jar just came in. Jar Jar, introduction to Jar Jar. At the same time as Gamorian guards. Well, let's read an email from Stephanie Cole. All right. Congratulations on 100 episodes. You have very quickly become my favorite Star Wars podcast. I do a little happy dance every time I see a new episode notification. My favorite episode so far is definitely the MTV one. It cheered me up so much when I really needed it. So thanks, guys. The Master P and Lucas interview had me scream laughing. <laughs> thanks for celebrating all the weird and wonderful corners of Star Wars. Here's to 100 more episodes. Stephanie. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we had similar reaction to the Master P <laughs> <laughs> interview. It's impossible to be in a bad mood and after you watch that. <laughs> George Lucas doesn't smoke herb. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, slopped in neck. Sorry. Oh. One of the saddest casualties of the special edition. You know, though, I, though I have a soft spot for Jedi rocks. I, I, I was the one who said it last time. Like it. It's grown on me to the point where I think I miss Lopty Neck when I hear Jedi Rocks, but I miss Jedi Rocks when I hear Lopty Neck. So it's very, I think that's it's a very good way of looking at it. It's like the yin and yang of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Can't have oh. the light without the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. The uh, giant rubber chicken. You can't have the light meat without the dark meat. <laughs> it's got to be in balance. Let the past die. <laughs> Kill it if you have to. He's, he's talking about Jedi rocks. Yeah. Somebody was talking to Kylo Ren. What do you like better, Kylo Ren? Jedi rocks or Lopsy Neck? Let the past die. <laughs> I like Jedi rocks. Yeah. Maybe that was Lucas's commentary. <laughs> Special edition. Kill it. Let the past die. If you have to. It's the only way to become what you're meant to be. A fan of Jedi Rocks. Oh. Uh, well, Anakin killing Dooku. Yeah. At last we have the mighty Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Han's cutting open the Tauntaun at the same time as Anakin's cutting open Dooku, so. Ring theory. Yep. You think about the Attack of the Clones, we're already on, like, the Coruscant chase, and Anakin just killed Dooku and Sith. Yeah, that is kind of... It doesn't feel that long when I'm watching it, though. No. So who's our next uh, voice message? Who is our next voice message? Let's see. 
we keep going in order. Our next one is from Pat. Pat Tuff. So let's hear what Pat has to say here. Hey, Blast Points, it's Pat. Thanks for making my every Tuesday morning amazing. And I think it's really great that George comes on and gives you guys interviews. I love, uh, man, I love hearing when when Lucas comes on and uh, gives you a little bit of his own insight. So hopefully uh, you guys can get more Lucas in the show uh, more often. Have great 100th episode. Yeah, if we're lucky, maybe George Lucas will, will give us a phone call. <laughs> He'll call us on his big phone. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, no, I don't, I don't own a phone. I, ever since, ever since I, I quit the job, I, I, Kathy has my big phone. So I don't, I don't have a smartphone, so I can't listen to podcasts. But whatever. Last point is, you guys can never come to my house ever. <laughs> no beef stew for you. <laughs> yeah, no pot roast. No pot roast. Yeah. Maybe you can go to Marsha's house. Maybe she'll make you a pot roast. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Melody will not make you a pot roast. Well, thank you, Pat. Yeah, thank you. Oh, what's going on here? Chaos. Luke! 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 Oh, man. Owen Lars. Yeah, we basically have the uh, the whole droids sale scene, but you can hear Anakin and Obi Wan arguing about flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uncle Uncle Owen with Princess Leia's face. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Revenge of the Sith, they're still <laughs> just talking to Palpatine. Yeah, the ray shields, they're, yeah, they're <laughs> still on the uh, invisible hand. How did this Man, happen? Yeah. We're smarter than that. Patience, Master. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, here's... Was that General Reekin? Looked like he was kissing somebody. <laughs> if your eyes can deceive you, don't trust them. <laughs> After a while, <laughs> no, don't don't be peeking on General Reekin. <laughs> you don't want to know what you're gonna see. So what do you say we do another email here? All right, let's keep it going. Okay, let's do let's do an email from Alexandra. Uh, Alexandra writes, 
Hi, Jason and Gabe. Okay, here goes a random number. 11. Right, so let's go. We'll, go. we'll go back to that in the Rusty Miller. And here's a question. Jason and Gabe, which Star Wars planet could you see yourself living on? And what profession would you do there? And in which era would you live there? Have a fun 100th episode. I hope you make it at least 100 minutes long. Oh. <laughs> 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 hmm. Uh, what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. I'll be listening in, uh, on SoundCloud as soon as it is released. Best wishes, Alexandra. Well, thank you, Alexandra. So first, let's uh, let's see number eleven in the old Rusty Miller. Who, who, who talks first? <laughs> who wants to? <laughs> why, why don't you ask me? Because uh, okay, since you read the letter, you can ask me the question. Okay. <clears throat> What was 3PO afraid would happen to him and R2 if the Empire captured them on the blockade runner? They would get sent to the Han Solo movie. <laughs> I, I think that's right. Yes. Spice wins a Kessel. Yeah. Which will be seen in about five weeks <laughs> when the Han Solo movie comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so which, which Star Wars planet could you see yourself living on, Gabe? And what profession would you have there? And in which era would you live there? I think... I think era-wise, I would probably want to live in the prequel era because that was before <laughs> things got really bad. <laughs> um, I think I'd want to play in uh, a cantina band somewhere, maybe in Max Rebo's band. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe Max Rebo's dad in the olden days of the prequel times. Okay. Uh, I think Naboo. So, like, in a band on Naboo in prequel times. Yeah. Well, would it be, like, specifically, like, Phantom Menace? Prequel, like, pre-Clone Wars? Yeah, like Phantom Menace time. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, when things are peaceful and calm and you can make a good living playing <laughs> jizz music <laughs> in the bars of Naboo. <laughs> uh, I, God, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I could hang out on Coruscant, like, um, but I wouldn't want to hang out in like. No, I don't know. I, that would bug me too. May, I don't know. Maybe I would go to Naboo also. That, that was a hot place to be. Yeah, or I would. Uh, maybe I could do a uh, a podcast on Naboo about uh, the, the the epic movies that everyone loves about humans. Apollo probably has a podcast. He probably does. About art and his dreamy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> All the ladies listen to Apollo's podcast. <laughs> That's the name of his podcast, Dreamy Eyes. <laughs> Apollo. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Dreamy Eyes. This is old Dreamy Eyes himself, Apollo. <laughs> talking about the new art opening on Naboo in Theed City. <laughs> You're a natural. 
There you go. Yeah. The Dreamy Eyes Podcast. That's what I would be doing. So, but thank you, Alexandra. Yeah, thank you very much. And sorry about being a little bit over a hundred minutes this week. <laughs> you can stop at a hundred minutes if you want. Yeah, we won't hold it against you. No, yeah, it's small increments. You know, be all right. Oh, the fire ship captains are coming. Or did we miss them? Maybe. I think we did. We. It's so oh, hard to tell. We got some Anakin superimposed over Luke face going on. It's getting deep. Yeah, we missed the fire ship, Captain. Well, yeah, which brings us Last Jedi. We're going to get some more uh, fire ship captains. Public workers. We'll at least get police officers, right? That's true. Maybe, yeah. maybe some maybe some fire department guys. I, f- I keep forgetting that the Canto Bite stuff is happening. I know, right? It's amazing that they're keeping that, especially since they showed so many photos from it and behind the scenes at, like, there's no trailer footage from it. No, nothing. Which I think we've said in episodes before, like, uh, people are going to go see that movie and just have no clue, like, what's going on with the Canto Bite parts. <laughs> Nobody told me this was going to happen. <laughs> Not ready for this. Luke, so we're just about to get to Binary Sunset. Uh, There's some Baru and Palpatine <laughs> morphing together. I think they're... F- yeah, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, they're about to get on Amidala's ship. Mace Windu. There's George Lucas's daughter in the corner. <laughs> Which is that the is the blue the blue Lucas daughter is she the one that wrote for Clone Wars? I think so. Wrote the the Witches of Dathomir stuff? Yeah, she wrote a bunch of good episodes. Yeah, she's it's great. So wait, so we do another voice message. Yeah. Let's say. Okay, let's, let's see uh, what the next one is. See who we got who who's up next here. I think up next. Let's do Ian. Let's see what Ian has to say here up next. Hey, y'all. It's your main move milker, Ian, down here in Atlanta. Bigging up Blast Points. Congratulating you guys on your 100th episode. May the force be with you. Well, that was great. All right. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> Thank you, Ian. I've known, we've known Ian forever. Ian was part of our group at, uh, at Celebration, at Hollywood Nights. It's amazing. He was living the madness. Oh. 24-7, sleeping on floors. <laughs> He's the one that discovered that for a period of time at 
Disney Hollywood Studios at their cash register at the uh, the <laughs> yeah. s- the Star Wars alcoholic beverages stand broke down, and for a little bit while for a little while there, they were giving out free drinks. Yeah, he felt it in the force. Some <laughs> murmur like, "What? It's free, yeah. and it's got a glowing Death Star in it. Yeah, and it's got ice. It's like a glowing slushy. <laughs> just what just what your body needs." After two days on a floor. <laughs> there goes Luke and his land speeder and Dak. Jar Jar and Padme. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we got the uh, the sand people who are trying to prove that they're not scared of the of the sorcerer or whatever. <laughs> the, the, the wizard. Oh, man, I didn't tell you. I was playing a little bit of Battlefront. And you start out in the story mode, like sneaking around a spaceship uh, as like a little, like a little mini probe droid. And all I could think about is that I felt like I was the uh, Dianaga sneaking around from that story, <laughs> where it's just like sneaking around the hallways. So I don't know. Can't get it out of my head. Oh, yeah, it's the, the the Baptist. <laughs> You know, I didn't we say with the Baptist, the Baptist was the one you're going to be talking about months from now. Yeah. Trying to play Battlefront and all I can think about Diagnaga, uh, feeling the force. Anakin's making that ball float. Oh, yeah. In many ways, in a lot of ways, I'm stronger <laughs> than he is. In a bunch of ways. Yeah. <laughs> In four or five ways. I always like that scene because it's just Padme like un- unpacking her luggage. <laughs> or is she packing her luggage or unpacking her luggage? Uh, she's packing because they're about to go on their undercover trip. Okay. She's going back to Naboo. Yeah. I'll always be grateful to Attack of the Clones for introducing us to Star Wars luggage. <laughs> Anakin, you've grown up. You. More beautiful. Well, that might be for a senator, I mean. <laughs> Uh-oh. Here comes Kenobi. All right, so let, let's try. Here comes Kenobi. So let's try something. I'm going to see how far I can go of just watching this crazy madness and how, how much of the movie I can do, just off memory. All right. All right, here we All go. right, let's see. Hello there. Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid, Ray, Ray, afraid. <laughs> well, don't worry, he'll be all right. Rest easy, young Luke. Was it? No, no, tell me. No, 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 not yet. That's not yet. <laughs> you want me to do the Java lines from Jedi at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Bang? Ben Kenobi, boy, am I glad to see you. Oh, no. See, now I'm blacking out. Yeah, now Penak is on screen. That's yeah. why you're going to be able to watch. <laughs> this little droid seemed to be searching for his former master. But search someone I've never heard of. I don't know. Someone called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is he like a relative of yours or something? Obi-Wan. That's a name I've not heard for a long time. 
Raum Oh, you know him? Well, of course I know him. He's me. Well, I've been going by the name of Obi-Wan since oh, before you were born. Well, then the droid does belong to you. Don't seem to remember the droid before. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Very good, very good. All right, no, let's stop. We'll stop here. So I, I, you know, not perfect, but well, I don't work. You put that on your audition tape. <laughs> put it on my resume. Yeah. What are your skills? <laughs> Hello there. Come here, my little friend. <laughs> I can do about twenty minutes of Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Just say the word. So what do you say we do another voice message? Let's do John. Let's see. Let's see what John has to say here. All right. Hey, Jason and Gabe. Congratulations on 100 episodes of my favorite Star Wars podcast, Blast Points. This is John from the Blockade Runner podcast, and I have to say I've been a huge fan of your guys' show since the very first episode. It's the most fun Star Wars podcast, and you guys have like the best friendship, and it comes across in every single episode. Um, one of the reasons that I love Star Wars as much as I do is because um, you know my friends in Star Wars and I, like we just share this connection, and uh, whenever we get together to talk Star Wars, it's... Um, um, just like the most natural thing and uh, always a blast. And that comes through in your guys' show so much. Um, the other thing that's been so cool about your show uh, is that every person I've recommended that listened to it um, that's checked it out is uh, super into it as well. Uh, usually every morning uh, when a new episode drops, I'll end up texting uh, my brother or I'll get texts from my uh, other friends and the other guys on our show, um, you know, sharing like quotes and jokes and stuff from the latest episode of Blast Points. Um, it is, uh, it is a, a podcast that everyone I know who loves Star Wars and has checked the show out um, has come to love. So uh, I think you guys are doing the good work, that's for sure. Um, and I'm so happy that I found Blast Points. I'm so happy you guys are still doing the show uh, week in and week out. And uh, thank you so much for all of the uh, time and effort you put into making, um, like I said, my favorite Star Wars podcast. And I look forward to listening to Blast Points for a long time to come. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's so great. Uh, thank you. It's so great. Thank you, John. Check out uh, check out the Blockade Runner too. Yeah, and I'm impressed that you've listened since episode one, the first episode. <laughs> he's still uh, he stuck around uh, through the dark times. So all right. I, I thought about. I was like, oh, you know, it'd be cool to open the hundredth episode with like the opening of the very first episode. And I swear, I made it like three seconds into it, and I was like, oh, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could just mic your phone again for old times' sake, <laughs> so I could sound like a stormtrooper again. We, we don't go back to the old days. Yeah. Okay, we're on the sail barge. Yeah, we got some. Jedi action while Yoda's face is talking to Anakin. Qui-Gon is already talking to Watto. Meanwhile, I think in Revenge of the Sith, we're still on the uh, Grievous' ship. No, no. (laughs) No. They're still fighting the buzz droids. (laughs) Buzz droids. (laughs) You got them, R2. 
Oh man, sail, sail barge. We, we still got two hours. I know. You can save save some energy. Sail barge. I love that. Love it. One looks concerned. Yeah, he's looking at the message from Leia. It's our most desperate hour. You must come with me to Alderaan. <laughs> Alderaan? I'm not going to Alderaan. <laughs> Alderaan. Alderaan. <laughs> Blame it on the Alderaan. <laughs> all the rain on all the rain. Forget it, Ben Kenobi. <laughs> Luke's like, I've had enough of this. Yeah, he's getting out. I got my snowsuit on. I'm walking home. <laughs> See you at the Should we do another email? Yeah, let's do another email. Okay. Let's give me a name. Uh, Peter Grass. All right, Blast Points, congrats on 100 episodes. I saw your post and wanted to share how much I enjoy your show. I picked up on it while looking for Star Wars podcasts and the episode about ComTech. Comtech chips was the cheese on the trap for me. I'm hooked. <laughs> <laughs> that was our goal with the Comtech <laughs> one. We knew we knew we were gonna we were gonna hook some listeners with that one. Um, it reminded me of when I worked at KB Toys and they still made me wait outside during the midnight launch to buy the episode one toys. And the next morning, I had to hear those chips being tested all day during my shift with the display. <laughs> now figures talk or mumble. Anyway, thanks for doing such a wizard's job and also for the Sizzler chicken and shrimp video. I've been singing and annoying my friends and family with it since. I know all the words. LOL. Pete, Peter Grass. <laughs> uh, thank you, yeah. Peter. Job job well done. Yeah. Too bad, too bad Sizzlers, I think they're out of business, aren't they? Otherwise, we could get an endorsement. I think there's like four. When I was doing research for Sizzler <laughs> restaurants before the uh, the Sizzler episode, I think there's like a handful left. It's the Sizzler Empire is nothing like it used to be. But oh, you know what? Is it, yeah, I think aren't there some in California or Florida? Um, I'm sure we have some listeners uh, well, that are. I think uh, let us know right away. We'll make, next celebration, we'll make a uh, field trip to uh, Sizzler. <laughs> have some chicken and shrimp. <laughs> We've done so much to promote yeah. Sizzler. Yeah, we'll play the whole episode in the lobby of <laughs> of Sizzler and see if they'll give us free food or throw us out. <laughs> or both. Yes, got Palpatine and Yoda. Some Tarkin. Yeah. Attack of the Clones, we're just getting to Naboo. Right? Mm-hmm. Heading to the lake country. Mm-hmm. Go see the old man that blows glass. <laughs> Make the uh, the glass ball to give the boss an ass. Are two going up the stairs? 
<laughs> Never it's forget little, hashtag. Little, yeah. Little things. And we got the asteroid music playing over 3PO's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Those two Gungans talking in the corner in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. City Gungans. Yeah. I always remember every time I saw Attack of the Clones in the theater, I was like, oh, there's those Gungans. I wonder what they're talking about. <laughs> it's, I love Phantom Menace so much because now Gungans can just hang out in Theed City. Yeah. Okay, oh, no, wait, Luke. It's too dangerous. Don't do it. There was a seal bibble spotting. Sorry. I was distracted. <laughs> the bibble. Who is in Battlefield 2? I saw that. There's a photo of him up in there, so, right? Yeah, somebody working on that game knows what's up. Mm-hmm. There's like a beautiful oil painting of the bibble. Mm-hmm. They need to sell that at the Disney Parks. Yes. At the uh, the exclusive Disney Parks art. <clears throat> beautiful painting of the bibble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe on black velvet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, one in Peru. Oh, with the Ray music playing. Look at that! Anakin's head was just inside Luke. <laughs> it's, it's deep stuff. Yeah, it's total ring theory. There, look at Amidala's hat. Is the Death Star. <laughs> Double Yoda. Yeah. What was, is that? In Return of the Jedi, we're already to Yoda dying? Yeah, Yoda's already dying. Wow. Man, Return of the Jedi just moves like a freight train. I know, I know. They're, they're still attacking buzz droids and Sith. <laughs> Yoda's already dead. Yeah. yeah. The shields are still up. <laughs> All right, let's do let's do a voice message from Darren. Let's see what Darren's got to say here. All right, let's see. Hey, Jason and Gabe, this is Darren. I just want to say congrats on episode 100. I've listened to each one of them multiple times. Start with the Shadows of the Empire one that I found uh, randomly, and I was like, what is this magical podcast? Because everything about it is just like how I like Star Wars, and the humor is just spot on, and... I can't say enough good things. The only thing I could say is uh, if you talk more about the new Marvel comics, I wouldn't be mad at you. <laughs> so uh, everything, uh, you know, with all this new content coming out, I cannot wait uh, to hear what you guys think about it. You know, all the stuff coming up is just like it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. The best time. I mean, it's always been a good time, but this is the best time to ever be a Star Wars fan. There's just rapid fire stuff coming Every day, and I cannot wait. Tuesdays is the best day there is because every week you guys blow me away with the random contents to the the newest breaking news, and it's just perfect. So thanks, guys. Bye. All right. right. Thanks, Darren. Yeah, thank you, Darren. Gabe, how how are you with uh, with the Marvel comics? I'm behind. I need to get caught up. Um, I was like way into it for a while, and then I kind of started doing other stuff and but I do want to get back <laughs> and read them and I, I'm behind on Star Wars Adventures too I think there's like four issues now even though those are aren't quite the Marvel ones but um, yeah we can try to 
Whoa, okay. <laughs> they, oh, young Obi-Wan and old Obi-Wan just synced up completely, and it was like young Obi-Wan beard mixing with old Obi-Wan beard. <laughs> and Lama Sue. There, <laughs> there it is again. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I think I just saw the future. Um, <laughs> I don't know, yeah, have you been keeping up with the comics? No, I'm way behind. Way behind. It, actually, the, tur- the turning point for me was the uh, the cyborg Mon Calamari, where I was like, <laughs> I got I to gotta take a break. I just got to take a break. And I'm still taking a break. That's, that's kind of a be careful what you wish for moment. And you're like, <laughs> I don't I don't know if I really meant it when I when I said that's what I wanted. <laughs> but there, you know, we talk about I think every single week we talk about the Lando series how great that was and the Chewbacca series was great and I, I loved all the uh, Countdown to the Force Awakens with the uh, with Poe's parents and Luke and the tree I was really into all that yeah actually it's funny to think about that they really wrote themselves into a corner of not being able to do that for The Last Jedi because the build up to The Last Jedi is just watch Force Awakens again <laughs> yeah mm-hmm but yeah, one of these days I'll get I'll go back and get caught up on the comics. I always do. Comics for me are always like I get into a comics mood and I just read tons of comics for a few months and then I take a break. Yeah. Well, and I liked it too because I just got instead of getting the individual issues, I got like the Poe Dameron trade paperbacks. So I just read them straight through. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to do it. I, I liked that. There's a. Uh, Pal- uh, Chancellor Palpatine's face coming out of a potted pot of flowers a second ago. <laughs> so, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, it's back again. Yeah, it's like Anakin and Padme trying to fall in love, and Palpatine's face is there. Well, it's interesting those two scenes in episodes two and three syncing up of Anakin and Palpatine talking at the the opera with Anakin. And Padme talking, yeah, with about love, um, and Anakin and Palpatine at the opera while Luke and Obi Wan are at the bar. Oh yeah, look at that! I just <laughs> and Obi Wan and Obi Wan's dead. <laughs> I just saw Watto in the corner, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> We've started hallucinating. <laughs> Walrus Man is showing up. <laughs> it's, it's when, when I'm in the hospital it's When I've really lost my mind That'll be a quote I just saw Watto in the corner And I don't know why <laughs> Like okay We need to increase the meds here Yeah Get his family here It's time to say goodbye <laughs> He's ready to go <laughs> Instead of seeing a tunnel of light I just see like the door opens And Watto's waving me in Come on <laughs> Hey! Hey! Come the shop is open. Come on in. It's all right. Yeah. You just hear the doorbell. Ding dong! It's me, Wado. <laughs> We're all waiting for you here. Come on up. Come to heaven with me. Uh, take my hand. Nice. Like, well, okay. That's it. Yeah, yeah. We got the Marquand cut of Jedi. Come on. <laughs> I got the Lord and Miller, I got the Marquand, I got everything that you need, huh? 
I got the 45 minute pod race cut. Come on. <laughs> Seeing Camino and listening to uh, the Cantina band. It weirdly makes sense. So let's do another voice message. Let's do. We got three from Jonathan's. We did uh, Jonathan from the Blockade Runner. This is John. This is another Jonathan. Let's see what. Let's see what this one. What's going on here? Hey guys, uh, my name is Jonathan Kreitz. I host Into a Larger World, a Star Wars literature podcast. Been following you guys for a while, listening to the show for probably about a year and a half. And I just want to say thank you and congratulations on episode 100. And I had a brief question for you. What do you think makes a good Star Wars name? Thanks again for all the, the great hours of listening to Blast Points. And here's to 100 more. All right, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, thank you. Yeah, another one. Check out into a larger world. I, you know, and that's the thing I love, and I think I said this before with Star Wars podcasts. No matter what aspect of Star Wars you're into, there's a podcast that's for you. Yeah, because there's a Star Wars fan that that is really into that particular aspect as well. Yes, too. Like you can be a Star Wars fan, and there's so many different things to be fans of within the. The umbrella of Star Wars fan. So, into a larger world. It's another one for folks to go out and, and look up and check out. So, what what makes for a good Star Wars name? That's that's, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one because I think that came up in the, one of the droids episodes, <laughs> right? Because the yeah, there was, name there was, we were arguing about that. But I thought it was a fine Star Wars name, Jason. It was it was it uh, like Jennifer Wilson or something, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Karen Carpenter, I don't know. I think the the secret is that the trick is like there's a perfect balance between being completely ridiculous, right, and being kind of cool sounding. And sometimes they go a little too nonsensical, where it's like, okay, I can tell it's somebody's name backwards. And then the other time it gets like too tough and cool sounding, like it's there's a sweet spot in the middle. If it gets too cutesy, like sometimes on Rebels, like Mart Matten. I, for me, I think of when the names for Force Awakens got announced, and it was like Ray. Kylo Ren, Poe Dameron. It's got to like at first be like, well, that sounds weird. Yeah, it's got to be weird, and you got to at first think, I don't know how I'm going to get used to these names. That's a good Star Wars name. Yeah, and if you can say it, pronounce it like two or three different ways, then you're really <laughs> you're really into the sweet spot. Shmi, shmi, it's a shmi. <laughs> What was that clip from the Ben Burt thing when they were talking about Naboo, Naboo? <laughs> it's Naboo. Shmai never goes to Naboo. <laughs> Do you think George Lucas pronounces his name differently, too? I mean, every, he's a really eccentric guy. Yeah, well, that's probably why Master P called him John, because when he talked to him on the phone, he was like, Hi, this is John Lucas. 
Master P wrote it down. All right, John Lucas. <laughs> Master P's probably still mad. He's like, everyone still laughs at me because I called him John Lucas, but that's what I was told. <laughs> Tonwee's here. <laughs> Dad, Tonwee's here. Dad. Dad. Tonwee's here. <laughs> Boba. Where's that? Where's that like comic? Just like Boba in Tonwee Adventures. <laughs> See, like you, they probably had tons of fun on uh, Camino because Boba's always out doing bounty hunter business. Oh, see, forces of destiny. Just give us two minutes of little Boba and Tonwee fun. Just them throwing a ball back and forth. Yeah. Well, remember in the novelization, uh, I think Boba and Jango would go. Uh, Rocket fishing, I think. Oh, yeah. So maybe he learned that from uh, Tanwi. Stay tuned, 2018, for the Attack of the Clones novel. We've been yes. That's one we've been talking about for a long time. Yeah. The story of the Rocket Man. Han Solo talking to Obi-Wan. Oh, man. Getting close to the pod race. And we're getting so close to the pod race. Should we do another email before yeah. uh, we get sucked into the pod race vortex? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do an email. Let's do an email that was just sent to us a little bit ago. This, this one's short and sweet, and it's from Parker Morris. And Parker writes, thanks for putting out quality content. Tuesdays are the best days. I love me some blast points from Parker. All right. Thank you, Parker. Mm -hmm. Short and sweet. Love it. Short and sweet. That's how we like our robots. Right? <laughs> it's true. And Jawas. Yeah. Little GA97. Short, sweet. That's how we like it. Let's do, let's do one more voice message. Let's do one last one. For, let's do our last Jonathan. At least I think it's our last Jonathan. There may be more. Hey, Blast Points, Jason and Gabe. This is John Bataki, voice memoing in from Grand Rapids, Michigan, to wish you guys happy 100th episode. Thank you for being there during a crucial, chaotic, insane time of uh, raising twin boys for the first few months and uh, keeping me sane and grounded as much as possible. Uh, you guys really give me something to look forward to every week. It's always crazy. It's always fun to listen to delve into some Star Wars lore that I never knew even existed until your guys' podcast. So uh, thanks for helping spread the word, spread the love. And uh, I do have a question in terms of uh, Rogue One. Obviously, it fits in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. But when you're showing someone the Star Wars saga for the first time, I feel like it's kind of problematic in terms of uh, certain scenes being more impactful than others. Um, if you were to show someone the Star Wars saga for the first time, including Rogue One, uh, where would you put it for the most impact? And uh, I do want to hear that in your best Watto impression, uh, which I know you can do. So once again, happy 100th episode. Um, thank you guys so much for being there. And uh, here's to 100 more. May the force be with you always. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. Man, good questions tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole like what order do you watch star wars question is going to be 
debated for till the end of time, and yet the standalones are just making it more confusing. <laughs> um, it was funny because I was just having this conversation with somebody today, and I, I don't know, I've never put much thought into the machete order and I don't even I don't think I've ever even really understood that really they're like the, the, the prequels are a flashback and it's like yeah I still say if if somebody's like I've never seen Star Wars okay do four five six and if they really really like those give them one two three the only problem with that is that doesn't always work because I've I've heard this happening in real life of younger people will watch four, five, and six and think they look old and that, lose interest, and they'll watch one, two, and three and they'll be more into it. I, I've heard, yeah. <laughs> I, so I think either way you're going to alienate somebody. That's true. Now, how, now how will the standalones fit in? No, Han's gonna make it even crazier, right? Because Han takes place in multiple time periods, <laughs> right? So it'll be like the prequels, then the Han movie, but maybe only like part of the Han movie. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I guess the Han movie has to be done before Rogue One, since the Rogue One goes right into Last Jedi, or like Rogue One goes into Last Jedi. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, the bogus, the bogus howling right now. I'm a little distracted. Um, <laughs> It's like the boga over the pod race. I don't know if I can handle it. Um, I, I don't know. I guess if you're going to go crazy and you're going to show Rogue One before you show New Hope, then you should have showed all six seasons of The Clone Wars before Revenge of the Sith. I would, I would do... I, I would stick with release order, personally. Or maybe if you're having a party, you know, you do each trilogy, and at the time you get three, by the time we have three standalone movies, just watch three of those for, here's some other little stories that happen in between. Because I would think that Rogue One, the ending especially has a greater impact knowing that the plans got to Leia and Luke blew up the Death Star. Because otherwise, you watch the end of Rogue One, you'd be like, "What the hell was that?" They all died. Yeah, but if you but if you watch A New Hope right afterwards, it is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. I usually, if I'm going to watch the movies again, I always watch them in one, two, three, four, five, six. So, so yeah, I think I would show Rogue One. Yeah, if it was if it was my party. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good question, though, and it's, um, yeah, like you said, it's going to be debated forever. But thank you, John. Thank you. Pod race is about to start. And I think... Yeah, and the speeder bike chase is on in Jedi. Oh, wow. We're going man. into speed mode. Jedi. And, and, J- and Jabba just grew Grievous' arms. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing.
Should we do another email? What do you say? Yeah, let's, let's do some more emails. We got... Uh, I see. Uh, we got a couple from a couple... Two Justins. Okay, here's an email from Justin Rakowski. Sorry this is so last minute, but I've been trying to form into many different ways my appreciation for the Blast Points podcast. I discovered the podcast shortly following this year's Star Wars celebration. After I finally got to go to a celebration for the first time in my life and was looking for ways to continue the high experience there, I came across a podcast that truly appreciated the many wacky and wonderful facets of what is to many a lifestyle. The nuances that Jason and Gabe touch upon during their episodes strike true and give me all the nostalgic feels that made me fall in love with Star Wars as a young kid in the late 80s, early 90s. What more is there to say, but may the Force be with you always. Justin. P.S. Special thanks to Jason for chatting with me from time to time on Facebook about my wacky Porg theories and the all-too-real photos of the Snoke figure without a robe. Apologies (laughs) to Gabe for leaving you out of these conversations. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if I forgive you for that or not. (laughs) If if you're going to talk about Snoke without a robe... Tag, tag Gabe. I want to know about porgs. Let's do talk about porg babies. Well, thank you, Justin. Yes, thank you. Are you excited for porg babies, Jason? Very excited for porg babies. Very excited. I'm excited for all the weird things we keep finding out are going to be in The Last Jedi. Yeah. It's that much better than Star Wars babies. No. Of all of all kinds. Ewok babies. Droid babies. Watto babies. M- Medin babies. We can go back to Medin babies. <laughs> yeah. Bosk babies. Ba- baby Bosk. Dengar is a baby. Dengar baby would be good. Those are always my favorite uh, Clone Wars and Rebels when they had the Jedi babies. Yeah. They brought that back with Rebels, and it didn't go anywhere. Imagine that. <laughs> Remember? There was the Jedi babies in that episode of Rebels. Yeah. But that was kind of a self-contained episode, I think, right? Oh, man, we got the pod race with TIE fighters flying at us at the same time. A hologram of Moondi. The <laughs> Moondi hologram. Where are the TIE fighters? Is, is that a new hope back there? I th- yeah, think, it is. Yeah, yeah. It must have been. Uh, is it the escape from a Death Star? Uh, they're getting. They're going into the tractor beam. Where's that M? Fire! It's just. It's a random. <laughs> just a lot of. Oh, Ben. Yeah, Ben Quadraneros. Quadraneros. Images of Palpatine in the back. Palpatine on top of Ben Quadraneros, kind of. With the Death Star in his face. How come people aren't like, you know, Ben Quadraneros was a Sith Lord? I don't know. (laughs) Really, any of the pod racers could be be Snoke, right? Maybe Snoke was a pod racer. He gave Maz all those flags. There you go. It makes sense, right? I say it does. It's walled. Oh, 
Well, let's do let's do another uh, let's do another voice message. This one is from Jason Shannon. <clears throat> so let's see what uh, let's see what Jason has to say here. Hey, Blast Points! Congratulations on 100 episodes. This is listener Jay Shan. I found you guys on SoundCloud, and the first episode I listened to was a behind-the-scenes Sizzler episode. And I have to be honest, at first when I clicked the episode, I wasn't sure if I was listening to a Sizzler commercial before the podcast or what. <laughs> but um, obviously, I loved it and uh, was hooked. And immediately after that, jumped into episode 67, The Making of Star Wars, and loved it too. Uh, You guys should know that you make Star Wars even better, which is a very difficult feat, but you guys pull it off beautifully. And you even make Mondays better, just because I know that just around the corner is Tuesday and a new Blast Points episode. You guys are great, and once again, congratulations on 100 episodes keep up the good work you guys thank you oh man that's great uh, thank yeah you. thank you <laughs> the sizzler the still. sizzler <laughs> it's it's chicken and shrimp man you can't resist <laughs> you hear that sizzling and crackling and whatever whatever they sing about if somebody if somebody tuned in to hear commentary on the behind the scenes of the last jedi and is this Star Wars or a commercial for Sizzler? Then we did our job. Yeah. Right. And if you made chicken or shrimp for dinner that night, <laughs> we gotcha. Man, the pod race is so long. I'm not, not complaining. Like, I'm not complaining. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's a, like a, a quarter of the movie is a pod race. <laughs> it's crazy. And Revenge of the Sith, they're still on Grievous' ship. <laughs> uh, the negotiator. <laughs> General Grievous, you're shorter than I expected. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> That's my Grievous. That's, I think we found your weakness. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Wood is driving to my house right now to kill me. <laughs> You gotta hear this. You gotta hear this grievous. He's gonna unplug my microphone. No more podcast for you. Yeah. Sounds like Dexter Jetster. At least he got the amount of arms right. Hey, yeah, that's true. You know, it's. Hey, old buddy. Negotiator. Your lightsaber is gonna make a fine addition to my collection. Well, let's do another email here. All right. <clears throat> this is a this is Justin. Justin from Minnesota. Justin Helker and Justin writes, "Fellas, congrats on the 100. I've loved listening to your show. I keep the episodes where you start with the trailers on my iPod for easy access. I always get a bit misty-eyed when listening to them. Silly how much." A one minute thirty second clip can affect you some somehow. My most memorable part of your show, a small one, was when you guys put the Vader what 
at the end of the, the Jedi Must End trailer. I was driving to work that morning, and coffee shot out my mouth, and I dang near ended up in a ditch. I was laughing, laughing so hard. Thanks for the thanks for the laughs, and congrats again, Justin from Minnesota. Well, thank you, Justin, and thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, and sorry we almost killed you. you know, <laughs> we do our best not to, but you know, drive safe. Drive yeah, safe. drive safe. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. It looks like Han Solo's on fire right now. It does, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy here. Oh, the seismic charge just went off. Wow, so the whole uh, clones fight is kind of going on in space, and you can't really see it because of the pot race. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's true. And stormtrooper outfits. <laughs> Padre is still going on. <laughs> when it ends, it just starts up again. <laughs> it's like a, it's the whole ring within rings thing. Like the pod race just starts over. You know, it's weird when I, every time I watch the pod race now, it, it's, I think of Celebration Anaheim, where we, I think we talked about it on the show before, but we had the, Thursday night after we waited out all night for the Force Awakens panel and we went to a double feature in 3D of Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Phantom Menace, we were feeling great. I think the whole crowd was great during Phantom Menace. Everyone was clapping, cheering, people dancing. Yeah, people were hyped up for Phantom Menace, which which was fun to see. (laughs) And we started to drift into Dreamworld. It was terrible because Attack of the Clones. It was like this has only been shown in 3D once before in Germany. Will never be shown again. And we were like, yeah. "Ooh boy, here we go." <laughs> yeah, and I, I was awake all the way till Camino. Man, I, I can't remember. I can't remember half of Phantom Menace. I was just like <laughs> in and out of consciousness. It was so cold in there. I was so tired. I was when we left the theater. I think I fell asleep walking back to the hotel. Yeah, you just started to fall over because <laughs> I just we got back to the room. I just went to sleep in my clothes. Yeah, we all slept with our shoes on that night. And I, I remember I woke up. I woke up when Obi Wan lands on Geonosis. And you get Watt Tambor. So at least I was happy. I was like, well, at least I saw Watt Tambor in 3D. That's more than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I remember them landing on a course on at the beginning. I'm like, man, this looks great. And the next thing you know, we're, walk- <laughs> we're walking back to the room. <laughs> Hopefully 2019 they'll uh, they'll show them all in 3D again. Yeah, let's hope. Let's do a voice message from Ross. Let's see what let's see what Ross has going on here. Last points. Happy 100th birthday. I've released Imperial birthday balloons that rain across the galaxy. <laughs> I don't know. Was that really Ross or was that uh, (laughs) That a real Saw Guerrera call? Could have been Forrest Whitaker for all we know. 
Well, it's magnificent. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Ross knows the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. In the name of the Galactic Senate of Wado. You are under arrest. Oh, they're just about to fight Palpatine. The Senate. Oh, yeah. I am the Senate. Not yet. I never really liked Obi-Wan's pathetic life form line here. Yeah, it was a little, uh, but it was a little mean. I'm trying to make Obi-Wan seem mean. Isn't that his uh, braid on the wrong side in that shot, too? I think so. Maybe that's bizarro Obi-Wan. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, like, evil dark side spirit version, like the Yoda fights. <laughs> kind of like the uh, Jedi fight over Padme and 3PO's face. Something about Attack of the Clones 3PO here. You know, he was originally, like, he was originally supposed to be the puppet again. Yeah, without his covering, right? Yeah. It always just seemed weird to me. I don't know, I kind of like I kind of like dirty 3PO. Oh, here comes your Kligwars. Oh, here I come. <laughs> Everybody look out, here comes Kleeglars. Oh, your mother's dead, kid. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Kleeglars. Yeah. Here, shake my hand. I don't have a leg. <laughs> I married your I married your mom. She's dead, kid. Just... Yeah. Don't, don't think about it. I've seen your mom naked. <laughs> Did it just get weird in here? It's my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kleeglars. <sighs> That's what I do. I make things weird. Yeah. Did I mention I'm missing a leg? <laughs> <laughs> It'll v- heal. Vicious, mindless animals. Oh. Let's do an email from Dave Jackson. All right, let's do it. Now, Dave, I've known, I used to work with Dave at Borders, and Dave was in line with us for the last Jedi panel. I remember then we saw Dave at the... Uh, the most Eisley Cantina panel. And he filled us mm-hmm. in on what happens mm-hmm. on the Rebels panel. So here's Dave. He writes, Hey guys, for episode 100, I'd like to hear your answers to these questions. All right, so let's, we'll do them one by one here. What color is your lightsaber? Oh. I'm going to say mine's green. I think I'm a green lightsaber guy, yeah. Mm -hmm. What canon planet would you move to? I would move to Starkiller Base because that's the only planet with a cannon on it. (laughs) (laughs) Can't trick me. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. Hoth had an ion cannon. Okay. You sticking with Starkiller Base? I'm going to... Yeah. You know, I said Naboo before, but now I think Takodana seemed kind of nice. Yeah. You never knew there was that much green in the universe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we're on this canon planet, and who's your neighbor? Well, I'm going to say if I'm on Takodana, I want to live next to Maz. I want to live next to... 
one G897 is my neighbor. I think I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a really good choice. So this is I think a, if I was on vacation, he would get my mail for me. So he definitely he would. Like an, he seems like that kind of guy. Yeah, he definitely would. This is a very, very, very important question: Hujib or Ewok? Uh, Hujibs are great, but I got to go with Ewok. I need more Hujib to say really Hujib. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Ewoks. Nothing against the Hujib race. What is Ryan Johnson's trilogy about? Optional bonus question. Who's in the cast? Oh, man. Wouldn't you like to know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think it's going to be about? I, I think, I've thought about this way too much. And I'm still stuck on the idea of the first Jedi, the first Sith. And I almost wonder... Like young people, like a a young person, and he or she perhaps thinks they're the only person that has this ability, this Jedi ability, and then they find other people, and I don't know if the Jedi Order is created, and they uh, you know use their powers to help others, and if there's one out there who says why why are we doing this when we could just focus on Having more power, why do we have to help others when we can focus on ourselves? And I almost wonder if, you know, you see the first lightsabers created and if it does eventually evolve into a Sith-Jedi war with the, the, the Sith, it would have like the cross-guard lightsabers. If there's a prophecy of a chosen one talked about in there, I don't know. Like, it, it's something that could tell its own story, but enrich all the other stories, too. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you on that because the more I think about it, the more just way back in the past seems like the most logical time period to go. And like we said, with with Ryan kind of pushing the backstory and history of the Jedi Order in Last Jedi, it makes the most sense. We'll find out. Yeah. If you could bring back just one legend story, book, comic, TV, whatever, whatever, what would it be? Oh man, I, I I'm gonna say put out a good edition of the holiday special. Does that count? I don't know if that's really the way that... I don't even know if that counts as legends. I don't know if that's, like, the way that question has been asked, you know? But I'm, like, put out a good edition of the holiday special. Let's see it in holiday special in HD. Let me see. Something that was legends that I wish they would bring back. Uh, Mungo? Mungo Baobab? (laughs) Maybe some manga, maybe the great heat. Um, man, I can't think of anything. When I think of something, I'll just shout it out randomly. So, <laughs> next question. I keep thinking about it. What is your favorite episode of Blast Points? Oh, that's a tough one too. I think it's the toy commercials one. Oh, so you're sticking with the toy, toy commercials. 
I think so. There's a lot that I like, but I think those toy. I just love watching those old toy commercials so much that I think that might be my favorite episode. I really I liked our Rogue One review episode. Uh, I thought the Ben Burt episode was good. Ben Burt Day. Ben Burt Day was good. I don't. I think it, I like I like the trailers episode a lot too. Yeah, the classic trailers one. The making of Star Wars. It, it's it's hard. To, it's like you know, asking a parent which kid is your yeah. favorite. There's always the the best of the deleted scenes. <laughs> a lot of goodness in there. And maybe this, you know. Some that just aren't so good. <laughs> okay, uh, thanks for making every Tuesday great, Dave Jackson. P.S. Rusty Miller trivia question one hundred and eleven. So th- right. it's your turn. You got to ask me one hundred and eleven. All right, one hundred and eleven. I hope it's a birthday one. And thank you, thank you, Dave. Who led the rebels' strategy meeting for the Death Star attack? That's Dodonna. General Dodonna, you're right. We're just about to order 66 here. Let's do a voice message from Marissa. Okay. Let's see. Let's see Mar- what Marissa's got going on. Hey guys, it's Marissa here. Happy 100th. I just want to call in because I wanted to tell you that I love you guys because Star Wars for me is such a huge universe and you can keep telling its story and you guys cover every single inch of it and even if it includes the droids so thank you keep up the good work um and i also want to give a shout out to my good friend in the forest brian moore out there in michigan who got me hooked on you guys can't thank him enough and now i have my husband listening to you i have my kids listening to you and we can't wait until tuesday rolls around so happy 100th, keep up the good work, and may the force be with you, Jason and Gabe. All right, that's great, Marissa, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Marissa also sent in her email that was with the voice recording. She forgot to include my voice recording a question, and I'm not sure it's been answered in older episodes. How did you two meet, and when and why did you decide to start this podcast? That's a... We're going, we're going into some oh. deep history. Deep, yeah, we're going to history. the uh, the uh, ancient legends. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when did we meet? 1994? Yeah, so we grew up in the same town, but didn't know each other until, um, yeah, 94, and we both started at Kendall College of Art and Design in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Right. And I kind of knew, I didn't know you, but I knew of your dad, because your dad was a, high, was a teacher at my high school. Yes. Even though we went to different high schools. Yes, and I, so, saw, you, I saw you walking in the snow once in shorts. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. 
<laughs> my legs are much tougher back then. Um, but yeah, then yeah, we, uh, the first time we actually hung out, though, I was going to a Guar concert in Grand Rapids, and we had to pick you up. Is that really? Is that how it happened? Yeah, and I went into <laughs> your... You were staying in the dorm rooms at Aquinas College. Oh, yeah, you're right. You were in there in your dorm playing Mortal Kombat 2 on the Super Nintendo, I think. That sounds right. And... Uh, <laughs> I remember we, we were like, oh, this is Gabe. And like, we got to go. And you were like, well, wait, let me finish this Mortal Kombat 2. And we all just stood there watching you play Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> and then, like, you were like, all right, we can go now. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Now it's time to go. Yeah. And then we went to Guar. And we after Guar, we were all covered in, like, Guar paint. And we went to, like, an Arby's. And we walked yeah. into Arby's, like... Completely yeah. covered our skin a thousand different colors. Yeah, rainbow colors of slime all over us. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and then not too long after that, I think I need. I wanted to get out of the door because the weird thing we went to what Kendall College of Art and Design there that didn't have any place to live. So I lived in the dorms of a different college. Yeah. And what you were commuting from Muskegon, which was like an hour drive every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all needed a place to live and ended up living in the same place with uh, another roommate yeah I don't a, remember who a, a, a traveling just 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 a, a revolving door of lunatics yeah there was always a different third roommate but you and I seemed to <laughs> stick around the whole time so yeah uh, and lots of Star Wars was watched lots of trips to Meyer to buy figures. Yeah, we. I, I always um, like to think we encouraged each other's Star Wars obsession, perhaps unhealthily or healthily. It does. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, there was a definite um, factor of egging each other on. I think and uh, <laughs> pushing it to the extreme. Um, but yeah, and then the podcast. How did it get started? Um, I started listening to podcasts, a lot of Star Wars podcasts, getting pumped for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim, because I was going completely Star Wars crazy, and I found myself listening to a lot of different ones, and I was really paying attention to, like, which ones I liked and which ones I didn't like, and like, oh, well, nobody's talking about this, you know, nobody's talking about... Hardware wars and, you know, the things people should be talking about. The the classics. The really important things. The kids kids need to know about the classics. Yeah. Um, And then I was, I think it was my wife that said, oh, you should start your own. And that was also right around the time that Gabe, you and your family came to Michigan to visit. And we went out for dinner one night and we were like talking about Star Wars Force Awakens, but we had to talk about in whispers, so we didn't piss yeah. off our wives. And then, yeah, I think we were joking that we'd start a podcast called Star Wars Whispers. Yeah, I think we had to whisper so our wives didn't hear us. Yeah, and um, I, I think that put it in my head like, oh, yeah, Gabe's a lot funnier than I am, so <laughs> that would be really good. I think, wasn't it right after basically Force Awakens pushed you completely over the edge, right? Because it was like literally the day after Force Awakens, you're like, we got to start the podcast. Well, I, I already had the microphone before it. Oh, I, man. So, okay. I had everything ready to go. Yeah. You were ready to go. I was ready to go. 
Well, I'm glad you did because we would be talking about Star Wars every week, probably anyway. So yeah. we might as well let other people join in. Cause. I just remember I texted you and I said, hey, if I started a Star Wars podcast, would you want to be on it with me? And you're like, OK, <laughs> why not? Yeah. So it's like, all right, good. We're done. Yep. And here we are. Tell your wife I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Send flowers to our wives, please. <laughs> So, thank you, Marissa. You got a very long answer there, but I hope that answers your question. Yeah, this, this podcast, 20 years in the making. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. So, what's going on here? Oh, Cloud City. Dinner, Dinner with Darth. There's like a Bill Organa hologram back there. Something going on in the Senate. I think we're at, I think in Attack of the Clones, we just had Shmi's funeral. I think what's, I guess this is probably, Phantom Menace is in the Senate right now? Because they're back at Coruscant? Yeah, I think so. If you just, if you look at the screen too long, it can make your eyes go crazy. Oh, yeah. When, tonight when you're laying in bed, this is all you're going to see when you close your eyes. (laughs) It's just like burned into the into your retinas. Are Ewoks screaming right now? Oh yeah, it's uh, the Ewok stole the speeder bike. Oh, Papalu, isn't that Papalu? Pop, is that Papalu? Yeah, I think. It's yeah, Papalu, <laughs> my best friend, Papalu. <laughs> All right, let's do a voice message from our buddy J.J. Rodrigo. Let's see what's going on with J.J. here. Jason and Gabe, happy 100th episode. This is uh, J.J. from Virginia. We met at Celebration. I got stickers from you guys. And I try to spread the, the word around as much as I can. Um, <clears throat> uh, my favorite episode is probably when you guys agreed with me that Obi-Wan roughed up Luke a little bit to get him to understand about the blast points. Um, you guys asked for imitation request. Well, I'd have to say anything with Klee Lars, maybe, or like a, a like a short radio drama of how he lost his legs or how he lost the use of his legs. Anyway, um, question. I guess since you all call, call us all Moof milkers, is all blue milk? Does it all come from Moof? From a Moof? Huh, I've always wondered about that ever since Rogue One, actually. Um, <clears throat> And number, I guess you guys, uh, how about 43? And if they already did that one, how about 71? All right. Hey, guys, I hope you do hundreds and hundreds more. I look forward to listening to you every week. Take care, bud. May the force be with you. Oh, thank you. I lost my legs trying to move a milk. <laughs> milk a move. It's true. It's kid. Don't 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 milk moves. You'll lose your legs. I think. Yeah. Where where does blue milk come from? I'm going to say from moves. I think that's probably where they were going with the whole move thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But th- thank you, JJ. So wait, what do you say? We do 43 and 71. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. I'll you ask me 43 and I'll ask you 71. All right. 43. <laughs> 
43. What tool enabled Luke to see the battle between the, the rebel blockade runner and the Star Destroyer? What are these, like, deleted scenes questions? <laughs> it is. What, what's Rusty doing? He's a macro binoculars, yeah, right? Uh, how did Rusty see called? these? How did, how did Rusty know? Maybe, maybe it was in the book. Yep, macro binoculars. Good job. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or when Rusty submitted this, they were like, hey, why don't you come out and watch all these deleted scenes? <laughs> Ask some questions about these. Some stumpers. All right, throw, throw 71 at me. Let's all right, 71 is... Which rebel pilot made the first attempt to hit the Death Star target? <laughs> this one is a super hardcore answer, too. But you don't need Red, the name, you just need their. Red Leader. Red Leader? Yeah, Red, yes. Yeah. But in the novel, it's Blue Leader and Blue Ten. Oh my god. Yeah. Rusty don't mess around Miller. <laughs> See, I was really trying to think of his actual name because, you know, he has a name. I know. And, I, and he was in Rogue One. Yeah, right? there's 20 people listening to this right now yelling it out. But I don't know. But I got Red Leader, all right? Yeah, you got Red Leader. I'm trying to think. I should know their names by now, too, because they, like, every, there were 30 stories and a certain point of view about them, right? <laughs> yeah. It's too distracted by bootleg wedge. <clears throat> Look at this Obi-Wan. He's talking to Dooku right now. And there's lava while the Falcon's on fire. And A New Hope is almost over. No, this is just the uh, Death Star escape. Oh, okay. I still think it was this, we're almost over. I think I, every time I watch New Hope, I almost have flashbacks to when I watched it uh, 11 times in two days in 1997. <laughs> so when I get to this part in my head, I'm like, it's almost over. It's almost over. It's The whole movie is just a loop in your mind. It's hard to know where it begins and ends. It's very, very, very true. Yeah. After six times in, I just imagine the movie started when they left the Death Star. <laughs> Those Death Star parts were the hardest to get through. Yeah. yeah. I still don't know how you did that. I don't either. I, I don't think people believe me when I tell them that I watched it 11 times in two days, but you were there for some of them. I was there for, I think, three in a row. Yeah. I did three, and I was like, I don't know how you did this, like, the night before, and then all the ones the morning, I think, before I got there. You're superhuman. It was wild times. Wild, wild times. Yeah. Yeah. Youthful energy. Let's do a voice message from Matt Brown. Let's hear what Matt Brown has to say here. Hey, Blast Points listeners. My name's Matt on Twitter at MattBRW08. And I just wanted to give a huge congrats to Jason and Gabe. I've been a huge fan of your podcast since you guys began. Uh, and I really just hope for 100 more episodes. I can't thank you guys enough for the quality and amazing content you guys have put out. Just wanted to briefly say what I think my favorite moment was 
And what really got me on to uh, just being addicted to your podcast, it was episode 12 where you guys not only dissected a one-minute scene from The Force Awakens of the flashback, but you took it a step further and you listened to every single one of the stereo speakers out of the five and listened to each one specifically and broke it down. I couldn't believe that a Star Wars podcast existed where... Uh, you would get into so much depth and, and thought and, and detail, and you guys have done that for all the episodes, and it makes it so exciting to listen to and really uh, just makes you enjoy this fandom of Star Wars so much more. I thought for this 100th episode, it would be cool to share a little clip from my, that favorite podcast of mine, uh, and I highly recommend anyone who hasn't listened to it yet go back and check out this episode. So here's a clip of Jason and Gabe breaking down just one of the speakers that's playing during the force back vision. Here you go. Okay, so that when the pinball sounds are gone, uh, you can hear Yoda much clearer than before. And you really hear uh, Obi-Wan saying you'll be tempted. Which is, where is that one? From Empire Strikes Back. When you will be tempted by the dark side of the force. Which it's interesting when that line, you will be tempted, plays during the vision. It's when we, we see the reaction shot of Rey looking at the Knights of Ren. Mm. Interesting. And then after that is uh, Obi-Wan saying, force will be with you. Right? From A New Hope. Will be with you, but it's it's like kind of distorted. Yeah, and now this, and then okay, and then then you hear, and this is really really interesting. You hear Palpatine, Palpatine in the Force Awakens, saying any Jedi, which that's a deep cut. Where where's that one coming from? I believe it's from Revenge of the Sith. Let's see. I think I have this one here too. Can you achieve a power greater than any Jedi? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so not only is it Palpatine, it's Revenge of the Sith Palpatine. Yeah, so it's Revenge of the Sith Palpatine. And that moment is playing when you see the field of dead Jedi bodies. Insane. Absolutely insane. Now, when Rey turns turns around... And she sees the ship leaving, right? That's when you hear, you will do it alone. Again, from Empire. If you choose to face Vader, you will do it alone. So, what the hell are they saying? <laughs> Maybe they're just, yeah. It could be a lot of nonsense, but otherwise it seems like they must be saying something, right? That I mean, it's like... You hear about the Force... It's, 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 it's the light side of the force It's the dark side of the force But it's also the history of this lightsaber Every single time that one of these lines Is said That lightsaber was there Anakin had it pulled on Palpatine He had it lit up to Palpatine's neck When he says Only through me You know the, 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 That line from Sith Yeah, Dude, That yeah. lightsaber was there Through all of that it's almost like that lightsaber is seen more of the force than anything of like the the heavy stuff. Yeah, it's it's absorbed the the memories of the force. 
That's it. That's that's the end of the message from Matt. A little trip down memory memory lane there. Yeah. Yeah, we get a little obsessive from time to time. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a little just bit. A little bit. Uh, it's great hearing uh, the old stuff. So long ago. Yeah. Too many years ago. Oh, two years ago. That was a good episode, though. That was, yeah. Yeah, it was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who knows what mysteries uh, Last Jedi is going <laughs> to... What uh, tangents will send us on? We'll see in a couple weeks. Oh, I, it was it was a great like couple weeks when I was going to see Force Awakens all the time, and I was just experimenting by sitting in different spots of the theater just for Ray's flashback. Yeah, I remember that. I did that a couple times too. It's like, oh, I'm on the left side. I can hear Yoda more. <laughs> that's that's Star Wars gold right there. Yeah. We, after you see it like six times, you can just watch that. You can watch it with your eyes closed and just listen to the audio and not feel like you're missing anything. Oh, sad Padme with uh, battle droids in her in her brain. <laughs> it's very, uh, yeah, very symbolic. We got the droid factory. We're already in Jedi. We're already on the, the Battle of the Big Ships, as they call it. Who calls it that? I think it's in the From Star Wars to Jedi. Is it? Documentary. Yeah, I think Dennis Murin says, Meanwhile, you got the Battle of the Big Ships. Okay. I've, ever since I was a kid, I've always thought the Battle of the Big Ships. <laughs> That's what everybody does, right? Right, right, right? Yeah. No. Sure. <laughs> But should we do an email? What do we got? Yeah, let's do an email. All right, so here is an email from Steve Mitchell. Hey, Jason and Gabe. It's social media's Mitch Harper here. Congratulations on reaching your 100th episode. Blast Points has quickly become my favorite podcast. It is the perfect running commentary for my Star Wars experience. I love all the impressions from Kenobi describing s'mores to Dave Filoni and Ryan Johnson trolling fans to George Lucas, well, just being George. I also really like all the out-of-universe references like Aretha Franklin, Sammy Hagar, Kenny Rogers Roasters, and of course, Sizzler. Question, if Lucasfilm were to give you each your own Star Wars trilogy to produce, what would you guys do? My random number for Star Wars trivia is 72. Thank you so much for producing this podcast. All your efforts are sincerely appreciated. Can't wait to see what the next hundred episodes will have in store. May the force be with you, Steve Mitchell. Thank you, Steve, so much. Let's run through these questions. If Lucasfilm was to give you a trilogy, what would you do? 
Uh, it would be a Nimodian historical drama. All about the, the golden age of the Nimodians. <laughs> I can start on it tomorrow. <laughs> just, skip, just say the word, Lucasfilm. I'm I'm still so obsessed. What about with, you? Oh yeah, I'm still so obsessed with the the my my, my uh, birth of the Jedi idea. So you would basically just make bad if Ryan Johnson didn't already take it. Yeah, I'd be like, well, you, you, could do, you could do your own version too. It would and it would be so fantastic. Yeah, it would be. I would write it, and um, I would Stop. I would I would ruin the franchise. <laughs> Kathy Kennedy would fire me, and I'd never be allowed in the Disney theme park, Star Wars. Uh, okay, 72. Whose turn is it? Um, all right, I'll do. I'll ask you. Okay. Because I got the book right here. Okay. And 71 was a tough one, and I don't want to... I don't want to know what 72 is. Okay, oh, what three instructions did Luke give R2 during the Battle of the Death Star? <laughs> um, to fix the engine. Okay. Right. Close enough, yeah, okay. Um, two more. When the, the main Cross the Stars is playing. You can do it. The main stabilizer is loose. See if you can fix it, right? Okay. Uh, yep, that's two. One more. Uh, he doesn't ask R2 to turn off the targeting computer. But it's something to do with the ship. All right, time's up. I, I don't know. Increase the ship's power. Oh, yeah! Wow! It's all right. It's Rusty. All right. Two out of three. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> Meatloaf would be proud. Rusty. Rusty is not rusty tonight. Why you gotta be so mean, Rusty? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. The Battle of Naboo is starting down there. In the, the arena battle. All the battles. Yeah. Battle of the big ships. <laughs> battle of the big beasts. <laughs> let's do a voice message from Dennis Keithley. Let's see All what right. let's see what Dennis has to say. Hey Jason and Gabe, this is Dennis Keithley from Starship Sabres and Scoundrels. I just wanted to congratulate you both on one hundred episodes of Blast Points. I love how you guys make anything related to Star Wars fun, and you always bring up all the Star Wars details that get lost over time. I don't think you guys have forgotten anything. Some of my favorite episodes have been your take on the QVC commercials with Mark Hamill, the discussion of the George Lucas Super Live Adventure, which is crazy, and the Star Wars breakup episode uh, after Lord Miller got fired from Han Solo. However, perhaps my favorite episode is, has to be when you tried to make it through the Eadwalk adventures. Uh, talk about your tests of endurance. I'm surprised you survived to record any more podcasts after that. One day, I'd love to get your all's take on the tragedy of Rats Terrell and his family during the Boonta Eve pod race. It's an often overlooked detail from The Phantom Menace, and I think only Blast Points could actually do it justice. Well, congratulations again, guys. I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. Keep them coming. 
Oh man, that's great. Yeah, I I can't thank you, Dennis. I cannot believe we made it through the Ewok cartoon challenge either. Yeah, the Ewok cartoon challenge was rough, but I feel stronger having <laughs> survived it. <laughs> so. Yeah, he mentioned yeah some great ones. Yeah, the 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 super live. Yeah, super live. Maybe that's there. We go. That's my thing from uh, Legends that I want to bring back. <laughs> I want them to bring back Super Live. I went and saw Marvel Live with my kids actually twice now, and they need to do that for Star Wars. And yeah. they need to throw in Willow and throw in American Graffiti and give me THX eleven thirty eight live Tucker Man in His Dream live Radioland Murders live. Yeah. Uh, they can throw in Red Tails and, and uh, Strange Magic, too, while they're at it. It's fine. <laughs> Get them all in there. The the two Lucasfilm projects I have not seen yet. Uh, Red Tails is good. I know. Well, we got to do a Let's Watch Red Tails episode. It's on maybe the list. We maybe we will. But, yeah, Strange Magic, I haven't watched that yet, either. Well, 2018. Not, uh, yeah. But thank you, Dennis. And Dennis, yeah, Dennis is on uh, Starship Sabers and Scoundrels, and he's also being modest because he also is co-host with his wife on a Star Trek Discovery podcast, podcast, Warp Trails. Ooh! So check both of those out. The good stuff. Yeah, Dennis. I don't know when Dennis sleeps. He's podcasting morning, noon, and night. <laughs> and you know what? I hope at some point maybe one of the standalone Star Wars stories will be like. A family drama about how Raz Tyrell's wife has to raise her children without her racing husband. Yeah, maybe that's our that's the trilogy that we would make. Yeah, the rats the rats try Tyrell. Yeah. Well, if Ryan Johnson took the like first Jedi Temple thing, then that's a uh, that's your your fallback. <laughs> it's like the Godfather, and it's like the different generations of Rats Tyrell family. <laughs> yeah. The children are trying to live up to the legacy of rats. Yeah, his dad was just, just an immigrant businessman trying to make it for his family. His <laughs> son threw it all away on pod racing. Rats 1 is like the rat story, and it ends with the pod race. And then Rats 2, like Godfather Part 2, is we go back and we how they came to the galaxy, you know, the, the history then Rats 3, Godfather 3, and there's a it's great a part. Wild. Yeah, a great part where a helicopter comes down and shoots everybody. <laughs> and then in the end, Rats is wearing really weird old man makeup and just dies. It's sitting in a lawn chair. Yeah. <laughs> Listening to Zeb Rocks. <laughs> there's, a, there's a trilogy right there. Yeah. we do another email let's do we got some questions was just some random questions sent to us on twitter and stuff some rapid fire stuff okay this is from sj kemper what story are you guys interested in reading watching as a tv series and watching as a star wars story well we've touched on this but like what uh 
I don't know. We didn't really talk about this during the TV thing. What would what would you what do you think a TV series would be about? Man, there's just so there's so much to think about. Um, I don't know. I'm a sucker for Jedi stuff, so I kind of hope the TV show um, is maybe maybe in like the golden age of the Jedi or something. Get uh-huh. some Jedi action. Pre Phantom Menace, maybe. I, but, I, was, I was never really into Firefly, but like the idea of like just like a crew of smugglers flying around the galaxy, just hopping from planet to planet and running into all kinds of different characters. Maybe even setting this. Um, Galactic Civil War era would be kind of neat and really open-ended. Yeah, that could be cool. That, that makes more sense for a TV show, at least as far as being interesting and able to not go too crazy. Uh, like a bounty hunter show could be cool. Yeah. I just hope there's a lot of aliens. Yeah. Not enough, a- not enough creatures and aliens on TV shows. That's really true. Too. Though, like, again, Star Trek Discovery doing a good job keeping it weird. That's true. Well, here's, a, here's another question we had on Twitter. This is from our friend Franklin. And Franklin says he keeps thinking of that old interview Filoni had where he was talking about how Ryan Johnson didn't want to clear the dry erase board because it had Ahsoka versus Vader panels on Malachor. Remember that story? Oh, yeah. And he said, what if Johnson wanted to tell a Malachor story or a Shmi story? No one has done a story on her, and they could go bananas with her backstory with it leading up to her deciding to go on exile and Tatooine and ends up a slave. I mean, that's totally true. Nobody has done Shmi. And there's a story there no. because she is a Skywalker. Yeah. That's a really good point. I never thought about that much either. We need more Shmi. That would be a good uh, novel, possibly. Oh. Oh, yeah. Let's go deep on Shmi. Oh, I'd wait outside the bookstore. I wouldn't even order it on Amazon. <laughs> it takes too long. Yeah, I would... You just drive to uh, the publisher, <laughs> sit outside... Just waiting. Wait for it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. A story on Malachor, though? I mean, sky's the limit right now, I feel like. What could happen? <laughs> so, 3PO just gave a one liner and then the uh, the Endor uh, shield generator exploded. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than a rim shot. Was it, this is such a drag. Uh, no, it was one before it. He hasn't gotten his head pulled off yet. I think, a, new, uh, a New Hope is really almost over. The Death Star's... Yeah. The Death Star oh, just that, blew up. Death Star blew up. Man. It's like a KISS concert now. <laughs> there's, there's an arena, there's fireworks. I think they just played Strutter. Encore is God Gave Rock and Roll to You Part 2. Yeah. 
Here, here's a message from Terrence Bragg. And I think this was on Instagram, I believe. Uh, he's want to say congratulations on episode 100. When I first stumbled upon Blast Points, you guys had maybe six episodes out. Wow. I've listened faithfully ever since. Listening to Jason and Gabe is an absolute riot. I can never be in a bad mood during this show. Tuesday morning drives to work are the best because I feel like I'm hanging out with two good friends talking about the wars. It's been really hard to pick a favorite episode because they're all a blast. From the New Hope audition tapes, Alderaan, he wrote, he wrote Alderaan. <laughs> to the Rebel Force Band, down to the Vanity Fair review, the little lima bean dude nearly made me spill my coffee when the German music kicked in. I sincerely laugh out loud at every single episode. I used to listen to music when I drove and travel for work, and now I just start with a certain episode of Blast Points and let the good times roll. I try and tell any Star Wars fan I meet about how, how great the show is. You guys are truly great at what you do, and I hope there are many more years of this fantastic podcast to come. Although, there could always be ghost points. A sincere <laughs> thank you, Jason and Gabe, for such an entertaining podcast and for an all-around fun time. Let me see. I would say, I would say more, but I don't want to take up too much time. With keep it, uh, may the force be with you. Well, that's great. Thank you, Terrence. Thank you so much. That's great. <laughs> All the rain. Oh, yeah. Well, I would think too. We might need to put a disclaimer on uh, to not drink coffee while listening to blast points because <laughs> they seem to have quite a few uh, coffee accidents. <laughs> Someone's gonna get burned. Seems to be a problem. Yeah. Here is a voicemail from Tom. Let's see what Tom's got going on. Hi, this is Tom Manso from the Slumberland podcast with a big congratulations to Jason, Gabe, and everyone who's helped make Blast Points reach 100 episodes full of amazing Star Wars fun. How did I discover the show? Well, I had the good fortune in real life to already know Jason Gibner, so I was ready to tune in when the very first episode arrived. Prior to the show, I'd see Gibner displaying his wonderful paintings around Metro Detroit, also appearing at his long-running cassette tape dance party, The Bang. And let's not forget our legendary collaboration on a real movie trailer for a fake movie, Detective Frankenstein. If I can request a special guest for episode 100, it would have to be Saw Guerrera. I know how he loves to show up for special celebratory occasions, and maybe he'll bring along his medical droid? Best wishes to Blast Points. I look forward to the next 100 episodes. It sounds like Lucasfilm will be giving you plenty of things to talk about. That was great. That was like, uh, Jason, this is your life. <laughs> yeah. Detective Frankenstein, some good stuff. Oh, Detective Frankenstein. <laughs> that's, that's an unsung classic. Yeah. But well, thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And New Hope is done, so we're now getting into the home stretch here. <laughs> oh my! Right? Yeah, it, yeah. All right, here, here's a message that was on Facebook from Kathy. Knowing they would never refuse, which Jedi, living or dead, would you invite to your birthday party? Oh, Qui Gon. 
Yeah, Qui-Gon. Yeah. Bonus, bonus and second. Kifisto. And Kifist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kifist. Qui-Gon would make your party awesome, but Kifisto would make your party fun. Yeah. I think the combo of those two, like, I would let Kid Fisto, you know, like DJ the party, and then I'd make Qui-Gon blow balloons, <laughs> do balloon animals. A bonus second question. Which Star Wars character would be the most likely to return borrowed Tupperware? A true indicator of greatness. Uh, again, Yoda. I'm going to say Qui-Gon, yeah. I think Yoda. Yoda? Mm-hmm. Because if the Force told Qui-Gon he had to go do some stuff, he wouldn't care about your Tupperware. Where I think Yoda, you know, he's got manners from 900 years that he would tell the Force to wait and he would return your Tupperware first. (laughs) If if Qui-Gon would just return the Tupperware, he would have been on the Jedi Council. (laughs) I will do what I must. Let's listen to a voice message from Jeffrey. Let's hear Jeffrey here. Hey, Jason and Gabe. It's Jeff from the Canto cast. Wishing you guys happy 100. I can't believe that the last points is 100 episodes in already. I know I came in around the double digit mark and I've been hooked ever since. Your appreciation and love for Star Wars is awesome. I love how you appreciate all aspects of Star Wars. And you guys do the best droid reviews ever. And, of course, your awesome holiday special review was awesome. And I just might be saying that because I'm a glutton for punishment, but those episodes keep me laughing and smiling through my long days at work, and I wouldn't be able to get through my workday without listening to those. So here's to another hundred more, and may the Force be with you guys. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. You know, it's the way I know we talk all the time. The droids episodes are some of our least listened to episodes, but they're the ones people talk to us sometimes the most about. Yeah, they're not crowd pleasers, but they (laughs) they touch they touch people. (laughs) There's some people somewhere who just see a droids commentary episode come up and they're just like, no, no, I'll wait till next week. When they're talking about... There's always another Tuesday. Yeah. The different sound mixes of A New Hope. That will be much yeah. more interesting. Here, I think Lando just turned his eyes away from the uh, Phantom Menace fight. Yeah, and Empire's done. Yeah, Empire's done. So we're in the home... The, we're, we're getting neck deep in the home stretch here. Oh, we're about to get Dooku on the speeder bike. Uh, I might black out for a second here. Moment of <laughs> silence for Dooku on the speeder bike. Oh, there it goes. Yep. Or is it? Mm-hmm. He just, it's the, he just uh, left the base, and then he's going to be front and center in just a second now. Let's do another uh, voicemail. All right, let's listen to Justin. Let's hear Justin. Let's see, let's see what he's got going on here. Hi, Jason and Gabe. This is Justin from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Congrats on your 100th episode. 
I just wanted to say it's been a real blast tuning in with you guys every Tuesday. It's been a real treat to hear the news straight from you guys. You never disappoint. So i got two questions for you guys, both Rebels related. Do you think we'll get a showy introduction of the X-Wings, kind of like we did for the Y-Wings in Season 3? And how do you think that they'll wrap up the whole TIE Defender situation we've seen in Season 4? So congrats again on your 100th. Keep up the good work, guys, and may the Force be with you always. Well, thank you. Thank you, Justin. And I I feel like the, the episode Rebel Assault that just aired a week ago, a couple weeks ago when this episode comes out, they introduced the X-Wings. Was yeah. it flashy, you know? you know? It's interesting because, like, Rebels spent, like, a whole episode telling you where the Y-Wings came from. But the X-Wings, the more... Yeah, they, they just... They just show they up. They just showed up, yeah. Uh. <laughs> but they were yeah. cool. They, it, was, it was cool. The X-Wings were awesome. Yeah, that part was... I mean, that whole segment was really great. I think they just... They realized they only had one season left, and they ran out of time for showy uh, introductions for X-Wings. So, But they're X-Wings. They always, they're always exciting, so they don't need an introduction. You don't have to sell people on X-Wings like you might a Y-Wing. They're, they're still rooted in mystery. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. How, how's the TIE Defender thing going to wrap up? I unfortunately i feel like that's what rebels is going to end up being is that's how the the rebels destroyed the factory for the tie defender and that's why there's no tie defenders in the original trilogy oh i think i think that's gonna be the like the lesson of rebels and then some force stuff yeah i think you're right right. i think you're right that was that's the secret of lothal right is they make tie defenders there be wrong we've been wrong in the past many times <laughs> here's a week weekly here's a message from uh fet ventures on instagram in catalyst we read the empire ravaged worlds for supplies to complete the death star we also know there are at least a few kyber crystals on lethal do you think lethal has been ravaged in the search for materials for the death star or just to smoke out rebel cells I would think I got the feeling that they, they were they're mining it for the Death Star. I think now that we've seen Rogue One, I think that's kind of what what they were hinting at before Rogue One came out. Yeah, that's what those big machine tractor things are doing. The commandeer commandos, yeah, they're digging out for kyber crystals. Makes sense. Catalyst, man, that was a great book, though. Sorry, there's Star Wars babies on right now. I'm distracted. <laughs> Oopa. Oopa. <laughs> so hard. He's giving birth while while uh, while she's talking to clone troopers on Geonosis. Do, do you, when Attack of the Clones came out, I was obsessed with because people were trying to find where THX. 1138 was in Attack of the Clones, and somebody was saying that when Padme rolls down that sand hill, in the sand it spells out THX 1138. Did you ever notice <laughs> it that? Does it? I It kind of does. I don't know. It's debatable. You can see it if some you know somebody highlights it and shows it to you. You're like, well, maybe. 
by that part of the movie, I'm just in a daze, so <laughs> I, don't, I didn't catch any details. What just ended? Uh, Jedi. Wow. So the original trilogy is done. Phantom uh, and Menace. these were the non these were the non special editions too. So that cut couple minutes out of New Hope, and I guess that's it, right? Jedi isn't that one. Only has. Actually, Jedi didn't have any. I guess Jedi Rocks is a little longer than Lofty Neck, right? So. If you say so. I don't know. <laughs> Here, here's, this, is our, this is our last voice message. This is from Mario Piper. Let's, let's hear from Mario. Hey, Jason and Gabe. It's Mario Piper from Vermont. I've been listening to you for a little while. Uh, you guys wanted to know what we love about your podcast and what... Um, what episode turned us on mine is episode 50 the phantom menace spectacular i uh, downloaded it because i was searching for phantom menace reviews and i was fully expecting expecting it to be a bunch of hate just because that's what most of them are and i was pleasantly surprised how much you guys adore the uh, phantom menace being 41 years old i probably shouldn't um, but I absolutely love that movie. In fact, it is my favorite Star Wars episode of all. Um, so I thank you guys for giving it such a positive and happy review. My son's favorite, uh, he's 12 years old. He loves the uh, episode 95 the from a certain point of view. And uh, he loves the show as well. Anyways, you guys do an awesome job of tying in everything together and just showing your love and happiness about all of Star Wars even Borg Gullet and uh, things like that. So thank you guys so much for being such an upbeat, uh, positive, inclusive uh, podcast about the galaxy we love far, far away. The only suggestion I'd have is if you guys could be a little bit more grumpy like Happy St. Panaka, just kidding, guys. You guys are doing awesome. Thanks so much. Bye. Oh, man. That's great, though. Thank you, Mario. Thank you. Maybe we, you know, eventually we'll get grumpy about something. We'll panaka it up. <laughs> It'll happen. We're almost getting panaka with rebels. I'm trying to. Yeah. We're almost on a. I'm, I might like jam the doors with rebels. We'll see. We'll see how yeah, the second half of season four goes. We're trying to keep it typho, but we're we're slipping into panaka. <laughs> <laughs> So Sith is almost over here. And Phantom Menace. Pretty yeah. much neck and neck. Oh, it's the parade. And uh, Dooku. Yeah, while Yoda and Dooku fight. Do you know, did I tell you, I think I told you before, Parade Padme is my favorite Padme look. No, I don't know if you've ever told me that. Uh-huh, it's true, it's true. She kind of looks like the frilled lizard in Jurassic Park. <laughs> like she's gonna, she's gonna spit poison on uh, Palpatine. What's your favorite Padme look? What's your favorite Padme outfit? I'm a sucker for the first super crazy red bubble light dress Padme. Oh, that's like Padme classic. Um, yeah, but I do like action Padme uh, with the with the ascension guns and stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think when I when I think Action Padme, I just think Attack of the Clones. Yeah, but she was Action Padme before that. Yeah. She, well, even when Padme. she's even when she's Fancy Padme, she's still Action Padme. Really, she's always Action Padme. Yeah, she's yeah, she's never not Action Padme. 
Although lately I've been a fan of, and I've always been a fan of, uh, the beginning of Attack of the Clones, Rebel Pilot in Disguise, or not, uh, no, not Rebel Pilot, but Pilot in Disguise, Padme. Mm-hmm. Nagu Pilot. Mm-hmm. Padme, yeah. The Rick Ollie look. Rick Ollie Padme. <laughs> so all we have left is a gigantic email. Right? Yeah, from, uh, from OFR, our friend Richie, um, who has a secret Blast Points job. of He helps us with questions sometimes when there's interviews. And, of course, his email has like 800 questions in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we can probably jump around or we'll be here another two hours. <laughs> he's, he's got some Rusty Miller here. Yeah, actually, the Rusty Miller one's good. Okay, so we'll go right to that. So Richie says, so here are some lost JJ-themed numbers for the Rusty Miller trivia questions, uh, which are, of course, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42. So um, how about you? Uh, I'll start. So what's okay. uh, our number four is what vehicle did Luke drive on Tatooine? A Volvo. No, a, uh, the land speeder. Yeah. Okay, number eight. Oh, Rusty Miller book. Okay. What was the name of the freighter that Biggs Darklater served on after graduating from the Academy? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what has a name? It has a name. You don't uh, know this? Uh, Biggs uh, of, uh, the, uh, kids, little kids know this. The, uh, the collegiate. <laughs> the, the Rand Ecliptic. No. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> all right, give, give me number all 15. Right, all right. 15. How do we know when R2 comes to inside the sand crawler? His, his lights turn on and stuff. Oh, you're right. You're right. Good. That's okay. That's 16. What clues found by the stormtroopers on Tatooine? Oh, we did this one in our Rusty Miller episode. First, okay, we can skip that. First alerted them to the droid's presence, right? And I, I couldn't figure it out. Okay, right, I'm going to jump to 23. Okay. What are, the na- what are the names of the two sons on Tatooine? Actually, I know this. Do you know this? I know this. <laughs> no. Son one and son two? <laughs> I'm so I'm so disappointed. I know Rusty's gonna be disappointed in me. It's tattoo. He would unfriend me. It's tattoo one and tattoo two. Yeah, I didn't. I looked it up. I just looked it up. I'm right, tattoo one, and tattoo two. Why do I remember that? I have no idea. No, 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 no. All right, sh- shoot me number forty-two. All right, forty-two. What was one of the tortures Grand Moff Tarkin and Darth Vader used to try to force information from Leia? Wasn't this one we did, too? Yeah, the mind probe. Yeah. All right. What are your, what are your favorite episodes of the podcast? We've, we've done that one already. Well, yeah, we can do some of the some of the rapid fire here at the end. So, right. Jason, your favorite cantina alien? Oh, um, either the grasshopper guy in the background or Greedo. Okay, your favorite Ewok? 
Wicket. Favorite John Williams music? I think we talked about that in the John Williams episode, didn't we? Yeah, it changes all the time. Um, right now, I'm going to say Ray's theme because I'm totally pumped for The Last Jedi. Okay. Favorite line from Star Wars? Uh, real cheesy, but may the Force be with you. Or, wait, 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 wait no. Uh, Luke, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Ooh, okay. And then, uh, <laughs> are you a Han Solo? Are you a brown coat or a blue coat? Blue coat. Just because that was the action figure. Attack of the Clones is almost over here. I think so. They're just about to kiss. <laughs> yeah, we're getting to all all credits here. Um, so there we it did is. it. Directed by George Lucas. It's done. We did it. Episode 100. one 800 phone thx <laughs> Did you... If we, we've never called... When, we should do an episode where we call 1-800-PHONE-THX. I, I don't know if anyone's there anymore. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Call 1-800-CHEW-FAN while we're at it. We, we, we had some problems in our theater when we were watching... The Star Wars movie today. Oh, I, I like to think it's just like trivia on THX 1138. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that that's one nine hundred phone THX. You got to pay for the <laughs> trivia one. <laughs> it tells you your fortune at the end. <laughs> It'll bring you good fortune. Mm. So that's episode 100. We that, made it. That it. Thank you, everybody. So when we when we thought of this episode, we were like, maybe we'll get like a couple voice messages. Like that would be cool. But seriously, we got t- just about two and a half hours worth of listener su- supplied content, which is just fantastic. Yeah, thank you so much. It makes us feel like. The it's all worth it because there's somebody listening <laughs> and somebody enjoying it. So we're uh, we're happy that you're happy. It makes us happy, and yeah, we're looking forward to another hundred episodes. And Lucasfilm's not letting us rest, so no, there's plenty to talk about. We're riding the crazy train all the way, all yeah, the way. At least we're off, we're off the rails on the crazy train. Yeah. So there's a lot to look forward to coming up. He was young, but he was ready. Ready to leave his home and everything he'd known to join the fight against the Empire. Armed with his father's lightsaber, he fought for his life, his friends, and the lovely Princess Leah. Luke Skywalker was ready. Luke Skywalker is back. Star Wars is back. Star Wars. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. And these... Last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise.
But yeah, as we say every week, you can still leave a review on iTunes. Helps the show. Not like all you folks haven't done enough already to help the show, <laughs> but you can still do that too. Yeah, and check out lastwingspodcast.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and we'll be back next week with some more new stuff as we run out of weeks before Last Jedi Madness. Yeah. We're coming into the countdown. Next week, we're going to be spotlighting a favorite character of ours, but we'll leave it right there. Who could it be? Who could it be? So many choices. Seriously, thanks for listening to this episode, and thanks for listening to how many ever episodes you've listened to. And thanks for everyone for sending everything in. So great. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. Sizzler. May the force be with